This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and scared to death of the dentist. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer, and I'm scared to death of the dentist also. Cool. Okay. You found the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration. Motivation. And sometimes, every once in a while, some information. Hey, Dumbbells. Let's get dumb, baby. Dumb. That was beautiful. That might have been my favorite one. Yeah, that was good. I like the extra dumb at the end of it. <laughs> that made it. We made it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I'm scared of the dentist too, Aaron. I didn't know that. I, I'm so yeah. I'm so glad we found that in common. Yeah. I just had to go, so it's on my it's on my mind constantly. I'm jealous. And my heart my heart rate gets up, and my Apple Watch is like, "Would you like to start a workout, or do you need a moment of meditation?" And I'm like, "Neither." <laughs> um, so that's where I'm at with my, and then that was a new, um, spam call I got today was some, uh, some person trying to get me to get dental insurance and, uh, and I love Interesting answering timing. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And they're like, when's the last time you've been to the dentist? And I was like a week ago. Cause I like to waste these people's times. Cause I know it's a scam and I want them to yeah. die. And that's my way of doing that. So I try to drag it out as long as possible. So that's the I newest that scam too. out there. Every you know? once in a while in the car. Yeah. If I'm in the car, yeah, I'll take the <laughs> call, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just want to see what the newest scams are. Yeah. If you're lonely, you know? <laughs> and I am. Um, well, let's, let's let our guests get in on this dentist bullshit conversation that we're, we've got today. I am ex- very excited. Uh, we have an actual expert today, which we have been dying to find out there. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to welcome Alex Catalano, healthy lifestyle expert, to our show today. Hello, Alex. How are you? Hey, ciao. Come va? Oh, <laughs> yes. We're going to do the whole, I didn't tell you, we're doing the whole episode in Italian. Like, should I have mentioned oh that earlier? God, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Next time, just write away in the email, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. I like to keep it a surprise. So. No, well, welcome. <laughs> welcome. And we could try in Italian, but I will say I've only no, taken I, Spanish I, and... No, I, I don't speak Italian. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. That's the comedy portion, everyone. Mm. Yeah, that's what we talked about. Uh, so, Alex, thank you so much for joining us on the Dumbbells. It's a treat to have you here. You are a healthy lifestyle expert. Um, you have your, your site and your content that you create on your Instagram, eat cute, as well as your, as, as your site. And we want to get into all that. Um, and how, you know, I know you have some tips for people, um, and, uh, some insights that we'd like to hear, but before we get there, um, I'm just curious about, I don't, we don't know each other that well. So I'd love to know where you grew up and, um, what's your, uh, how you got into health and fitness and, and lifestyle and, and what it looked like for you as a kid. Were you, did you live in a healthy household um, or were you a junk food household? How did it look? Where'd you grow up? And uh, tell us about that. Yeah. Well, it all started in Van Nuys and um, I was, <laughs> oh my God. It, I know it did. And um, I grew up, my family, my parents are from New York and they're Italian. And so growing up, like I was really lucky in that fresh food was always, we always had it. Like when I was a kid and I come from home from school, like my grandmother, when she would be over, would go in the garden and pick some basil and tomatoes and make like a caprese salad. Like that's kind of like, oh, I've wow. always grown up with that. Yeah. Straight up a garden. That's a whole yeah, nother level. I know. Yeah. I know. I was really lucky. Um, so I, I always kind of grew up with like this love of like whole foods. But then when I went to college, I was, it's kind of wild. I went to a performing arts high school. And when I was in high school, we didn't have, um, it was weird. We had majors. It was, so they didn't have musical theater at the time, which is what I really love. They had opera singing. So I studied opera. And when I went to college at USC to pursue opera singing, that's kind of a pivotal moment because it was the first time I was making decisions about my food. And uh, I don't know if you ever see what college kids eat, uh, but it's <laughs> fucking crap. Yeah. It's crap. Like, it's the first time you're making, you know, you can have the soft serve yogurt thing is just like right there. You could have waffle. Like, it's just 
all this crap food. So that was like the first time in my life I didn't have the fresh food that I was normally used to. And also just to date how old I am, I am 36. <laughs> when I went to college, Facebook was brand new and Instagram didn't exist. Uh-huh. So wow. uh, I got my nutrition information from uh, a Cosmo magazine. And I don't know if you've ever read one of those, but they hate you. Uh, they don't have your best interest at heart. They're like, we hate you. Um, So essentially, yeah, I got a lot of bad advice because I had put on a little bit of weight when I was in college and in order to lose it, I was like, oh, great, I'll read some magazines and I'll learn how to eat healthy from that. Um, And so I was doing all these fad diets like, oh, God, SlimFast and Atkins and and all of these crazy diets. And I was feeling really crappy. And um, something that happened is I, I, I had this moment where I started to see for music, and I really think it's for anything, but for music, your body is your instrument. So because I was treating my body like shit, I was performing really badly. And all of a sudden, this thing that I was like, I loved and I was so good at, I became shitty at. And it wasn't until after I graduated that I had this aha moment where um, I realized that food was not the problem, but was the answer and could actually be um, a really powerful thing and making me perform better and feel better and be my best self. So that's kind of how I got started in all of this. That's wow. cool. He, talking about college, something that jumped out at me. It's amazing that if you go to college that you survive it because it's just, you really do just like not sleep, eat like yeah. shit, become an alcoholic for four or five mm. years. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? <laughs> and then, you know, maybe a hundred thousand in debt. It's just like, what is it? I mean, our parents are all kind of pushing us towards it. And it's like, is it the best thing to do? I don't know. I don't know if I would have gone back to yeah. be honest, yeah. but if I could do it again, but Tricky, tricky shit. Um, and then, wow, opera singing. That's pretty cool. That, yeah. can, uh, do you still do it? You know, I'm not going to ask you to do it now. but <laughs> oh, I was like, uh, are we doing that? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, karaoke is like where I, it's my time to shine. Although I will pretend I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, do you just read the words? Like, what? Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's when I just have like my big Susan Boyle moment and I feel alive. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's your go-to karaoke song? It's the worst song, but it's like, it's, it's always in the back. I love it is I love, I dreamed a dream when Susan Boyle sang it. And so I love to do it. It's <laughs> okay. Aaron, I you love sing. It. We should one of these days <laughs> we'll do it. We'll Aaron, do it. Yeah, Aaron does rap songs, right? Aaron. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I, uh, what is this song? I try, or I, I always do. Don't act ice, like you have to baby. think of it. No, yeah. I was trying to what think of the, the song, one. What is the song? Ice, ice baby. You know what it is. No. Jesus Christ. It was the one I tried to do one time. It's like, why do you feel, build me up buttercup? Is that what oh, it is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that song is hard to do. And I was like, I'm never doing, I'm never going, I'm never straying from vanilla ice, ice, ice baby. No, I can't. you know, I, I would love to do rap, but because I'm so classically trained, it's like, to the window, to the wall. <laughs> well, that's funny, though. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I don't know. People are like, we don't, we don't care about that. So, yeah. That would be we so funny. I would I would pay money to see that, to be honest. I'll, so. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll think on it. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially if you think about the rest of the lyrics of that song. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Um, yeah. But, um, wow. So, okay. So what, at what point did you make that change? So you stopped, was that when you were done with school or during school or when I was done with school, I kept losing my voice. I wasn't singing well Mm. and I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was super lost. I had just graduated from college, um, and had no idea what I was going to do with my life. And I was super depressed. And, um, it was kind of interesting. I started working at a restaurant in Beverly Hills, which this, this is a pivotal. I say Beverly Hills because I'm not bragging. Um, I was in Beverly Hills and you got to see how all these people ate. We got a lot of celebrities and all of a sudden I started learning about like gluten-free was like a new thing at the time. Um, so I started really seeing how different people ate. Uh, and then that kind of sparked me to start reading, uh, books on holistic nutrition and food. And then all of a sudden I ended up going to a school called integrative nutrition, uh, and studying there and, and graduating, um, with like a, as a health coach there. Uh, and that's, you, it was so cool in nutrition school too, cause there are so many different ways to eat. I mean, way more than I had thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's so neat. You can see, um, how different diets affect your body and, it's wild. I mean, there's not one diet for everybody. I say that all the time. I think it's so neat how each person kind of responds differently to certain things. Uh, you mentioned some cool. celebrities there. Who? Any celebrity with some weird eating habits? 
<laughs> oh Lord, how long is this show? <laughs> well, uh, give us something that, that you remember. Anybody jump out at you? Yeah, that you I mean, there's nothing weird, but like we, Jessica Alba used to come in a lot, um, and I would. She'd always get like a protein, a little carb, and like you know, yeah. a little glass of wine. The weirdest one though was, oh my God. Okay, who is Michael Jack Latoya Jackson? Yeah, came in. She used to come in a lot. She cracked me up. She this was not a food thing, but I just didn't know. She would bring a, like she'd want a bowl of water to like wash her hands in at the table. Wow, finger oh. bowl, yeah. Uh, yeah, didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. And then she would tell my fortune and be like, "Who's who's Jackson?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't know." She's like, "No, no, there's something's going." I was yeah. like, "Oh, we're doing this." Okay. Yeah. Uh, so more of a more of an experience, a dining experience. Mm. Um, so, God, that's fucking crazy, Alba yeah. pre. Pre-billionaire, maybe Alba. She's like a billionaire with all her products and stuff now, Oh, right? yeah, huh, yeah. Honest. Yeah, she built herself to a little empire. She sure did. Yep. I train. I used to train her back in the day. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's wild. Sports Club LA, yeah. Um, really? She's cool. Yeah, she's in good shape. Cool, nice, um, tough. Uh, no brags. No brags over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um, oh, here comes my, my dog's. <laughs> Yeah, we have, we like to do one dog viewing uh, an episode. Um, oh, great! So if your I dog mean, wants in, please, please. I would. His agent won't let me, but oh. I mean, <laughs> he he's interested. I just I'm like we can't. We have to listen to what your rep say. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, wait. So tell me about the the place you went for your nutrition. Like, um, I I just got my nutrition certification, and boy, it was hard for me uh it like any like science stuff makes my brain like, oh, kind yeah. of leak out of my ears um Same. and i had you know you have to make note cards and run drills and i can barely retain any information and i have to just go back and read it over and over again so tell me about this place <laughs> you went what was like uh you know what was like the biggest thing you took kind of like going forward in your career yeah, I mean, integrative nutrition is interesting in that they really don't, they, they really talk about bioindividuality and they really teach you about all the different diets and things that are available out there. And what I loved, and they didn't encourage this, but I, I did it, is every time we would focus on a different way of eating, I would end up trying that diet and just seeing what it felt like. Yeah. Um, so you just, for us, it was just, and it's all learning about, you know, whole food ingredients and things like that. And, and teaching people how to be present when they're doing this, you know, when they're eating a certain way and seeing if it's working for them. Because I always tell people this, just because a food is healthy doesn't necessarily mean it's working for you. There's certain mm -hmm. things that, you know, you might not feel good eating, like poison oak is natural, but it doesn't mean we should rub it all over ourselves. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. exactly. This, yeah. this guy I yeah. grew up with, um, named Chad wiped his ass with it one time. Oh, Jesus. It was fucking, it was terrifying. I mean, he had to go to the hospital and get like a morphine drip and stuff. Like it was, was so, it for funsies or like by accident? No, it's completely like he just needed something. And like, of course, uh, pick that. I mean, this, he was kind of like a bad luck kid. You, know, you can imagine oh, with that kind of thing. Oh my God. But I mean, it was like, he, it was so bad for him. He had to like be like uh, sedated and stuff. I mean, it was. Awful. Oh, man. I mean, true. yeah. This Oof. same guy also broke both of his arms at the same time. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. It was oh, have you like, checked on Chad? Is he on? Is he okay? Yeah. Is he, is he with us? Yeah. yeah. He's still, he's still, he's out in like Michigan now and he's got a bunch of pit bulls and no, uh, no bulldogs. He's got a bunch of bulldogs. Oh, that's yeah, me. So I have a bunch of pit bulls. Yeah, that's you. Sorry. That's me. <laughs> um, wait, what was the, what, what's like one of the diets you tried in during this, not maybe diet, maybe that's not the right word, but what are, well, yeah, way of eating, like, like uh, I did, I was vegan for a while. I tried that. We tried paleo. We tried, um, oh God. So there's so many different diets. There was, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Do like, you remember the so special many. K diet? It was like, eat a bowl of Special K for breakfast, a bowl of Special K for lunch. Yeah, that was me lunch. in college. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I did it. I was that, starving to death. <laughs> when you said that, when you mentioned your diets earlier, I was like, oh my God, I tried the Special K diet. Which was oh my God, no. My senior year of college, oh my I God. had three bowls of cereal a day and I was starving to death and I was it was har horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is Special K, it, does it taste kind of good though? Isn't it kind of sweet somehow oh, or yeah. something? I mean, like there's sugar oh, yeah. in it, it's right? 
candy. You're having sugar for breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Yeah. So you're yeah. well. You, they want you to have a healthy dinner, but at that point, you haven't grocery shopped for anything other than milk and <laughs> cereal. No. That's it. What? Like, talk oh. about genius marketing. They're like, dude, this is a special K diet. Just eat our cereal all day. It's all you need. Yeah. That's all. Why God. waste your time with other stuff? You could just have our cereal fortified with all the nutrients you need. They took a hit though when that drug was started. People started calling that drug Special K, right? Cat- oh, or a ketamine. boost, yeah. or a boost. We maybe don't know. a boost. We don't know. People are uh, nasty. So, oh yeah, I wanted to talk about Atkins for a minute, and then I also want to hear which of those diets that you tried that you liked the best, and if it still you know has any kind of influence in your life now, but. Hmm. Um, do you guys remember Atkins when it like really took off and you'd hear about like somebody and they'd be like this guy I knew that worked at a blockbuster. Everybody would say like, Hey, he lost 60 pounds and all he does is order pizzas and eat the top of the pizzas. <laughs> and then you'd be like, shit. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, that can't be good. Like how, what, what? No. And like, you can somehow lose some weight off of it, but it's def, it's not sustainable at all. You know? No, I mean, Atkins, if you look into him, he died uh, an obese man. He was not healthy when he died. Yeah. It didn't work yeah. out. Rob no. Lowe's still doing Atkins ads like, for their products. <laughs> That feels, that feels right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that story checks out. Um, He's all like weirdly like Rob Loesch, like, I love the bars. The bars taste amazing. Like, like a fr- frozen face or something. Um, um, yeah. It reminds me of keto now. Like keto to yeah. me yeah. seems like, like I hear the way people are like t- telling them about like what they're eating. And I'm like, there's just like, I, I guess I guess do what you want to do, but like I, it, what you're saying sounds like your insides are, are, yeah. are melting together. <laughs> and so, yeah, no. um, so yeah, well, so that's, it feels like kind of that extreme version of like a diet that no one really should probably well, this, do. This is what happens with a lot of diets. And this is like what I see is like, let's say you're vegan or let, you know, or, paleo or whole 30, a lot of companies know that people do these diets. And so it's like vegan cookies, vegan ice cream. And yes, it's vegan, but there's a lot of shit in it and it's not good for you. And so a lot of these diets, you know, you go out and you go, great, I'm doing keto. Well, it's the, the quality of the pro it's, it's not the diet. It's like the quality of the ingredients you're eating. Oh, yeah. So if you're going to be a vegan, then you got to eat lots of vegetables and whole foods and, and things without it's, it's the packages is where we go wrong with all of these mm-hmm. diets. Um, because companies put the, the, you know, the names on the, on the boxes, it's paleo, it's whole 30, it's whatever, but the ingredients are shit and we have to look beyond those and, and ideally go for things that are not in packages. I, you know, what else is a tricky thing. And this, we say that about this podcast, we say it's like keto friendly Mm. (laughs) (laughs) or paleo friend. Like what is it? It doesn't even mean that it's specifically that. It's just like, it kind of is right. Yeah. Yeah, Friendly. We we fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so out there in, you know, in, in the kind of healthy lifestyle game and being an expert in it, how much are you seeing, you know, people talk about keto still or carnivore diet. That was a fucking a crazy one that you see out there. For people that don't know, that's where you just only eat meat all the time, right? Yeah, they don't eat vegetables. It's the weirdest. I have a friend and I'm like, you really need, just take a bite of this cucumber, please, God. (laughs) It's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, look, it's so interesting. I, I got asked to go to this keto conference where Paleo Magazine sent me and I had to go meet them. And it was kind of bizarre in that. You know, people had glucose monitors in their arms and, but then they're eating all these products that say keto on it or, and you're just like, and then you're dealing with the sugar alcohol and all of that because they're afraid of sugar and sugar alcohol, if you don't know, is just, you, you can't digest it, which is why you're not getting the sugar. Um, again, you can't digest it. So it's like, it gives you all this stomach upset. It's really bad for your intestines. It's not great. So, um, what did you ask me? I don't know why. I'm, what was I talking about? Oh, we were about? talking about carnivore diet and, um, yeah. and just like all the different like ultra extreme things that people are committing to. Still, I mean, we joke and kind of roll our eyes at Atkins, but it's still out. Like people are still it's there doing yeah. this stuff. And yeah, and I think you're right. And people are trying to find a way to commodify it and make money off of it. And so yeah. there are, yeah. It's- it's rough. And, and look, keto has its place in that. There are some people who have um, 
uh, what was it? I watched a documentary on it and they had, was it epilepsy? I think they use it to treat because essentially your brains are 60% fat. And so the fat with keto can be beneficial to brain health and, and helping with things like seizures or any kind of brain disorder. And, um, but then you have to ask yourself, you know, what is the quality of the fat these people are consuming? Is it avocado oil or are they, you know, eating like a, a bucket of cheese? So right. ranch dressing. That's where that's we, a, yeah, you know. that's where we go wrong. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I think if you're using it therapeutically, like I have somebody that I'm friends with and he swears by it. It's really helped his brain health because he's dealing with brain issues, but he's eating, you know, avocados and cold pressed olive oil and good stuff. So I think it, quality is, is so important when it comes to selecting what kind of diet you do. Yeah. And I get, yeah, that totally makes sense. And then having uh, a firm plan in place, you know, like you were saying, like mentioning wearing the glucose monitors and then people actually doing the keto strips to making, sh making sure they're in ketosis. Cause right. a lot of times people say they're eating keto, but they're, they're not. Oh my God. No, most yeah. of them aren't. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. They just want bacon all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I get it. It sounds like fun, but yeah, yeah I, yeah. It no. sounds like fun for like four days and then, and yeah. then it would feel like you just have to lay down for a Another yeah. four days. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, so some of the stuff you tried while you were getting your um, education, uh, you mentioned some diets. Now, is there anything that really um, that really opened your eyes or kind of took hold or some something that you still maybe uh, employ some practices today? Um, yeah, um, I think what I really learned is um, to really be flexible. I think sometimes we plant our little flag in the ground and we're like, this is how I eat forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, I just hit my thing. Um, and <laughs> this is what happens when you're Italian. You start hitting yourself in the face. Um, yeah, Alex is talking animated with her hands and she's knocking <laughs> her microphone knocking around. <laughs> oh my God. It's impossible. I literally, this is, I feel okay. Um, so we plant our little flag in the ground. We're like, this is how I eat. And I think through nutrition school, seeing all the different ways you can eat and really being open and flexible to just trying different things at different times. So, you know, I think that it's like, I'm th okay. I'm 36 years old. The way I eat now is not the way I used to eat in my, uh, in my twenties. And it's not the way I'm going to eat later in my life in my forties. So being open to just being, to try new things, to say like, okay, today I might eat more carbs because I'm going to be doing a lot of, I'm going to be hiking and I'm going to be doing more strenuous things versus a day where I might be more sedentary and I want lighter things. So just really being in tune and open and trying different things at different times and listening to your cravings as opposed to being, well, this is the way I eat forever. Like that, I think that was the biggest takeaway because I saw all the benefits of a lot of these different methods of eating and just saw that you can really kind of craft and create a diet that works just for you. That's cool. Uh, yeah. 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 It is. It, it can become people's identities, you know, mm -hmm. fucking Denver omelet till the day I die. Congratulations, dude. Vegan for a long time. And it was really hard for me to be like, but I'm the girl that eats vegetables, but <laughs> my body likes some animal protein. You know, it just, it is what it is, but yeah, you're right. It becomes part of who you are, man. I just what? like, I you got, just, you got, you got something affected you over there, Aaron. What no, is it? I'm just you? getting older and thinking about like, it's, it is hard to, to, to be like, well, I guess I need to adjust how I'm eating because what I did before isn't what's working anymore. And that's really hard. Like it really is hard. I know it's really hard for me. Like I, I am a creature of habit and when something works and it works well for a while, then that's it. And I, then when it well, stops working, I, I revolt against I, myself. I think, I think that's a key distinction to make because there's, we all know somebody that could eat whatever they wanted and then never caught up with them. And then eventually it does. Okay. That's one thing, right? Mm -hmm. That's the obvious kind of, you need to change your lifestyle and be, be able to adapt and all that shit. What you're talking about, both you guys was what if you are eating healthy it does work for you and that's what you do. And it is, it does take a little bit of um, self-discipline and sacrifice to eat that way. And then all of a sudden that doesn't work anymore. That's, that's where the challenge, cause then it's like, holy shit, this, you know, <laughs> this was my healthy thing. Like, what do I do now? What do I eat? Nothing, you know? So yeah. I think yeah. that's where like, you know, you have to continue to, you know, be on a fact finding mission and search and experiment and try stuff and be open. Like you were saying, Alex. 
Yeah, I think it's important. And, and our lives change. It's like, I, I, you know, maybe one day you have a child and then all of a sudden you're not sleeping. So you need to eat certain foods to support you in that way because your life has changed in that way. Or, you know, Aaron, you work out so hard, like you're going up in weight. So you're probably going to have to change your macros if you're doing that or, or whatever the ratios are of things that you're eating. So it's just being open and flexible and uh, adapting your diet to your lifestyle is so important. What, Alex, do you, have you heard anything about, um, about seasonal eating to where you, you eat certain vegetables like per season. And then you're, there's times where you're supposed to cook those vegetables. And then there's people that are really, uh, really into that. And I mean, I don't know, I guess I get, I, I guess I understand it from like, kind of like a, like a regional standpoint, like, Oh, you would only have access to these vegetables this time of year. And then, you know, if you're, you know, now with refrigerated trucks, you can get whatever vegetables you want anytime, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Is there any stock in that? Do you put any stock in that kind of seasonal? Uh, all the stock. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it's so important to eat seasonally because those foods do certain things for us at certain times. So if you're eating things that are cooling like watermelon and um, strawberries and cucumber, when it's warmer out, those are cooling your body versus eating those foods in the winter when we need our bodies to be warm and we should be eating root vegetables like sweet potatoes and carrots and beets and things like that. So it really does kind of help modulate your body temperature. Also, things are fresher when they're in season. So you're getting like a higher nutrient quality. It tastes better. Um, and it's traveled less, you know, cause you're not shipping it from far away. Ideally we eat local too. That's kind of part of that theory. That philosophy is not only eating seasonally, but locally too. Um, so it's not traveling. You're getting something really high quality and fresh. Yeah, but what if you live in like, like tiny town, middle, middle yeah, of the world? Then you 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 do you gotta, the best you can. Then you, you do the best move. you can. You should live. You should just kill yourself. No, um, <laughs> those are your options. No. You can move, or yeah. you can just just bury yourself oh. in the backyard. No. All the poor people your, in tiny town. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, right. hey, wait a minute, no. No, but like you, you do the best you can, you know, I, I, I've, I've traveled to so many, like when I speak at colleges, I speak at colleges a lot. And a lot of them are the schools that like to have me are the ones that are tend to be, you know, not in Los Angeles. So it's like, I've been to Plasville, Wisconsin, and I've been to all these tiny, small places that they barely have, you know, they have like a small grocery store or the closest store is a Walmart that's two hours away. So, you know, you do the best you can with what you have. And, um, that that's, that's, that's all you can do. And if you can grow things like even little things like herbs, you know, little things is great. I was uh, doing some traveling and I had to go to an Applebee's um, and uh, I was talking to my waiter to. there. Well, just like it was the only restaurant. So we went, <laughs> okay, Applebee's right. is fine. I, I'm fine right. with it. But uh, I was, uh, there's a song about it, Aaron. You like that song, right? Uh, Applebee's on a date night. <laughs> Isn't that your favorite song? <laughs> oh, wait, is that really a, that's a country song, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of oh, yeah, country. I listened to that on the yeah, kind of country. I listened to that on my wedding day over and over. Uh, are you familiar <laughs> with the song, Alex? You know, I'm gonna have to give it a listen. Yeah, <laughs> I think Apple I know what you're talking about. On a date night, but anyway, I digress. Uh, so I was talking to this guy that was my waiter, and he was saying that like he was like you get like a forty percent employee discount, and I was looking at like the side salad, and the side salad would cost you like a dollar. I don't. I was thinking like, man, you know, I could do that. Like I could wait tables at like an Applebee's, get a side salad for like a dollar there. You know, you could do, you can make it work, you know. Are you okay? There, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Stay here. This is the saddest story you've ever You told. like cr crunch some numbers and stuff. I mean, he was a lot, lot younger than I am. You know, he was, he was doing fine though, but I, he, he wasn't going for the salad that much. He opted out of the salad, but <laughs> I mean, I guess you can get some frozen vegetables too. You know, they've got like good techniques now and like kind of how they flash freeze stuff. You don't have to go. You camp. are so brilliant. I was going to say that frozen vegetables are cheaper. If you're on a budget, frozen vegetables are actually fresher than things that have traveled. Cause you're right. They're flash frozen. So you're actually getting a higher nutrient quality. And it's great if you're somebody who's on a budget or you're busy and you can't get fresh vegetables. It's a great way. Hot. See, look at you. Yeah. you don't, I'm going, you don't need me. Yeah. I'm leaving. See Aaron. <laughs> Okay, you know, I'll have the dollar Applebee's side salad. <laughs> it was a long walk to get there, but that anecdote got a hot tip from Alex. So. Hot tip. It was really from you, but yeah, <laughs> no, you were right. <laughs> Hey dudes, Aaron and Stanger here. We're interrupting the episode real quick to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for the show called Athletic Greens. 
Hell yeah. We love this shit. We love it. We love Athletic Greens. We're both taking it. It's part of our daily routine. Uh, Aaron, I'll tell you what I like to do. I like yeah. to uh, I like to get up. I like to get a, uh, a glass of ice, ice, ice cold, crystal clear spring water. Ice cold, baby. Ice cold. And put one scoop of Athletic Greens in that water. Stir it up. I keep the athletic greens in my fridge too. I mean, this is the whole operation is wow. ice cold, ice cold. Stirring that up turns the, the crystal clear water a beautiful, healthy green color. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I wolf it down. It tastes delicious. I'm surprised at the taste. I'm surprised at how good it tastes while at the same time being healthy. I don't understand how that works. It also tastes healthy in, in, in an interesting way. And I know, Aaron. That with one scoop of Athletic Greens, I'm getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens Wow! to start my day off right. Wow, Guaranteed with one scoop of roux. I mean, you don't have to sell me. I'm I'm hook, line, and sinker bought in, okay? I'm I'm now evangelizing to my own parents, okay, who grew up. In the freaking seventies, you know, they're, they're considering, uh, they consider vegetables to be like, I don't know, freaking potatoes over here. Okay. So now my freaking old ass parents are getting their greens every day right off the bat too. tell your old ass parents, not only they're getting their greens and the 75 different things I, I described earlier, they're also, they should know that it contains less than one gram of sugar. There's yes. uh, high-quality ingredients that your body can actually absorb, and there's no GMOs or nasty chemicals. Um, and if somehow it still tastes good, which I know they know that already. Uh, and it supports better sleep quality and gut health, your immune system, all yep. kinds of stuff. I'm telling them. I'm gonna Sky's send the this, limit. I'm going to send this ad right over to my parents so that they can be reminded of all the good that this does for them. Are they frugal, your folks? Do they like to save money? Oh my goodness, my parents are the most frugal until it, you know, until it comes to certain things, which <laughs> is where I got my own problems from. Go You're ahead, Stinger. Go ahead, bring it up. Aaron has an out of control cold <laughs> brew habit. She's spending <laughs> five, six, seven, sometimes eight dollars a day on cold brew. Not even batting an eye. Meanwhile, oh, I'm, she's, oh, I'm batting an eye. Don't you worry. <laughs> I got an eye switch twi- and everything. Switching from all the caffeine. Well, with Athletic Greens, and you know this, Aaron, it's costing you less than $3 a day. Less than yep. 3 bucks a day. The guy that started Athletic Greens is having some issues with his gut health. His gut health was all jacked up. And so he's spending over 100 a day on supplements trying to get that in shape, trying to get that in order. And then, yeah. so that's why he came up with Athletic Greens. So he's getting all everything at one stop shop, all the ingredients in one place, and he can vouch for the quality of the ingredients. And it's costing him and us and everybody now less than three bucks a day to get it. Um, so you're investing in an all in one nutritional insurance that will uh, optimize your nutrition daily and keep you feeling good and looking good and all that great stuff. I wonder, you know, maybe this guy can look into maybe adding cold brew into this whole situation, and then I, then I will really be optimized. Should we call uh, him? Yeah, I, I, sure. Might as well give him a call. I mean, I know he's doing good stuff. In 2020, they uh, donated 1.2 million me- meals to kids in need. So, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So they got, you know, not only our health in mind, but everybody's. I honestly, I love that. I, I think that's really cool. All right, you guys. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now back to the episode. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, I was going to ask, like, is there a, like for our listeners that are like, this is nice, but like, like, how do I even get started? Like in this, like trying to, cause I would say most of our listeners are working out. They're out there, they're doing something. Um, but it's like the food people have a lot of questions about like, how do I, how do I get my nutrition kind of off the ground? Right. So yeah. What would be some actionable, actionable advice for like entry level? Like what, where should people look just to get started? This is basic stuff. So forgive me, but I swear it's basic, but it makes the biggest difference. The first thing I tell people is most of us are not drinking enough water. People do not drink enough water. I see people drinking LaCroix and all these juices, like just straight up water is what we we need. Water. We need water. This is where we all drink water on the podcast. And let's just take a quick moment to, yeah, great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, That's the number one thing because it's amazing. They did a study and they found that you can speed up your metabolism up to 30% by drinking more water. Um, You know, when you're hydrated, a lot of times people think they're so hungry all the time, but a lot of the times you're just dehydrated. So you're not getting enough water. It's great for your skin. It's great for recovery muscles. Um, it's just kind of the all around thing. So I always tell people at least half your body weight in ounces, get a water bottle, know what the ounces are and know how many you're going to get through that day just to like have a physical marker and really do it and keep track of it. Cause it just like, I, people are just like, amazing. I'm like, I know it's so simple. <laughs> like it yeah. makes the biggest difference. So that is huge. And the second thing I always tell people is sleep is everything. Sleep is so crucial. It's so important. Uh, especially if you have a lot of listeners that are working out, when you sleep, that is when your body creates the, um, it's, it's when you grow your human growth hormone, which helps you build muscle and things like that. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're really not going to see the same results in the gym. Um, people who don't get enough sleep tend to eat double the calories the next day, trying to make up for the energy. So sleep is one of those things that it, I really tell people to take the time and invest and, and work on that. Wow. Yeah. Water, sleep. Yeah. Im- Water, sleep. Improve yeah. your sleep hygiene. I've been mm-hmm. good about it. I, I told Aaron and our listeners know I've been using an aura <laughs> ring. So I've been kind of watching my sleep with that and doing. Oh, cool. How do you like it? It's pretty good. I, I'm curious to see now. The one that I have is the third gen that just, that came out maybe, I don't know, five or six months ago. And so they're releasing some new, um, some new features on it. And I'm curious to see. How Cause it's not, it's not cheap. Like this, the one that I have is like mm, 300 yeah. bucks and, uh, you can get like a, a different polish or whatever for like an extra 50. I opted out of that. I'm not a flashy person, <laughs> Alex. I don't need to be, sh- I don't know if I believe you, but okay. <laughs> I don't need to showboat <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. a flashy aura ring. I'm not going to splurge on the 50. I've got low <laughs> gigabytes on my phone. Like I'm not going like for like 400 gigs or what I'm doing. Perfect. Like, yeah. I'm doing like, I may, I might have to dump some pictures every once in a while, but, um, <laughs> I don't want you to sound like I'm like, Oh, but, uh, uh, so anyway, I'm curious to see like what the new features will be before I give it like a hundred percent endorsement. I would say if you, if you have the money and you, you are curious about it, I have been able to do some kind of real time experiments and figure out how to like, uh, how to improve my, my sleep quality. Now, again, people will say like, oh, how accurate are the measurements that it's giving you? Probably, probably not that accurate, but you can see if you're trending uh, towards improvement, I think. Um, and so, yeah, like there's certain things I can do, like the timing of when I eat versus when I fall asleep. And then, um, it'll, it'll like give you some suggestions on when you should go to bed, like your timing of it. And they, you know, it monitors, it's pretty good about like all, cause I'll think like, oh yeah, I did wake up then and go to the bathroom or something. And it's right. Like I actually, it'll show me that I was awake then. And then the days that it gives me like a good readiness score, like it does like this big algorithm based on your activity the day before oh, wow. and your sleep quality the night of, and then it'll give you a readiness score. The days that I have like really good sleep quality, I feel, I do feel more refreshed or, you know, according to the, according to the ring. So I would say, yeah, if you got the, if you have the money, go for it. And then I'm, I, before I give it my full endorsement, I'm curious to see that supposedly these new, um, I don't know what you'd call it. Like these new kind of data markers that they're going to measure, right. uh, are coming out soon. So we'll see how those go. Yeah. Those things are great. 
tools. And if, if you don't want to spend the money on those things, just a few things I'm going to tell everyone to just pay attention to for getting good sleep. We all know is obviously stay off your phones and don't watch TV an hour before bedtime. So this is a great time to listen to a podcast and put it on sleep mode and just listen to something as opposed to getting the blue light. Um, and then another thing I think is really, really, really important that I think a lot of people miss is it's so interesting. I don't know if you guys know this, but you want to make sure every light in your room is blacked out. And that goes for like even the light from the alarm clock. Cause they did a study where they took somebody, put them in a room, blacked out the entire room, and then just took a tiny flashlight and just put it on the back of their knee and flashed it and it disturbed their sleep. Shoot. And that's because our skin wow. has light receptors. So any kind of light take tells our body to wake up. Uh, and produce cortisol. So make sure even the light from your alarm clock, like everything is, you want pitch black and that's really going to help you sleep better. Wow. Um, take mag- uh, magnesium before bedtime as well, I think can be a great tool. Ooh, magnesium make you also take a dump. <laughs> yes, there are certain forms of magnesium that are going to encourage that, which I don't recommend those. I like magnesium cop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I uh, just, we had a, uh, in our household, we found that out the hard way. So that's it. We all learn. We've all been there. And you know what? You're not living unless you shit your pants once. That's what I say. So, hey, twice. Hey. It means you're playing things too safe. It means you're not living on the edge like you should be. So, that's how you like uh, titrate the right dose, like versus yes. if you're shitting your pants or not. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it says it on the label. Just you got to read the label. Yeah, yeah. just read it yeah. real close. Um, real close. I do I, like the opposite of all of that before bed, and I think you're I've watching about TV this. on your phone. I watch <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's any Gordon Ramsay show, so he's just screaming, and uh, and I yeah, I'm usually looking at my phone while Gordon Ramsay is in the background screaming, and it's just like a nightmare. Mm. Um, but. You know, I guess I could try it. Maybe I should try to sleep. You should try this it. way. Yeah, just once. It's, it's good stuff. Just once. Just see what it feels I, like. I'm, I got to do the light stuff because I wear a sleep mask, but um, mm-hmm. which which helps. But I I would not worry about the lights as much because I thought, oh, I got the sleep mask. But um, but you're but yeah, I need like a a a, a body sleep mask. Yeah, like any kind of light that touches your skin will wake it up. That's so funny. <laughs> Just zip yourself up in a little, yeah. Like a body bag. Uh, Maybe I could steal one from like a <laughs> yeah, corner or is, something. Uh, honestly, Sanger, I believe you will try this. Like there will be some crazy thing you find. I can't could, wait to find out. We could do like a Dumbbells brand corner, you know, body bag. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to sleep forever? Get yeah. in here. Oh my God. Dirt nap. Take the oh. final sleep with the dumbbells. Uh, people put it on die mode. Oh, you know, my, God. Like uh, oh so, my God. This is uh, our best episode. Alex, uh, we, so we wanted to ask you, so what's, um, you know, in the past couple of years, I think there's been a big trend towards longevity, um, or at least people are talking about it more than they used to. I was like, it was like, um, people were talking about, um, functional training and then it kind of got into like hardcore, like, Hey, go, how hard can you go CrossFit, you know, grind, get up early. And then now it seems like we're in kind of a cool place to where people are actually talking about longevity, like sleep's coming up more and more. Um, it's, you know, people are thinking about it. Aaron, Aaron took a big old sip of water, took it down the wrong pipe. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Oh, I just see you in the background. Jesus oh my Christ. God. Oh, it was a close call. I almost Alex, what do you think started. about taking oh. water down the wrong pipe? Is it good or is, it, it, not it during help? COVID? Everyone thinks you're coughing all over <laughs> yeah. the place when I'm at the gym. I'm like, oh my God, I'm fine. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, sorry. Right. Cough means okay, something well. different these days. Um, yeah, it does. So what so what would you say? What what are a couple things that have jumped out at you that have gotten you really excited or something that you've maybe um, you know, you've kind of you've told people about or been excited to inform people of? of anything in the past couple of years? I know sleep, you said sleep and that's a huge one. Sleep is really big because I think a lot of people, like I'm one of those people, I get up at 5.30 in the morning and I go to the gym for a 6 a.m. class and I love it, And but I'm in bed by 8.30 every night. So for me, it's- Wow, (laughs) sounds cool. Yeah, I uh, everyone loves having me over for a party. So I'm like, can we wrap dinners at four, right? Yeah. Like, we, I can't. That's yeah. it. I gotta um, wake up at five. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Oh, cool. I have no fun, but uh, I feel great. So there's that. But uh, <laughs> fuck everyone else. I feel great. Um, 
This is not new. This is not new. This is old shit. But this is something that I really love. Is like I'm really currently in love with a macros diet approach where you calculate your. You guys know your your fat, your carbohydrates, and your protein. Um, it's something that I've never because I came from a background in holistic nutrition where it's all about intuitive eating. This was kind of like a new thing for me. But I actually love it, and I've been recommending it to everybody I work with because. It is personalized. I think if you, you know, I've, we've all seen the macros thing where it's like, look at me, I'm eating, you know, M&Ms for breakfast and it's in my diet. I'm like, I don't know if I love that. But like, yeah, right. uh, <laughs> but I think it's very interesting and, and it can really kind of help you get the results you want because <clears throat> I will say from a workout standpoint, I've been working out my whole life doing different ty- types of workouts. And this is the first time where I've really seen the nutrition side you know, I was eating healthy food before, but now I'm able to get the kind of body structure that I had hoped for um, in a way that I wasn't able to before. So I think it just, it's a more specific science of calculating what you should be hitting every day. And it's totally not for everybody, especially if you come from a background with an eating disorder and, and that's triggering for you. I completely understand that, but I, I, I love it and I'm so obsessed with it. What, so how does it, how do you, let's walk us through how you would calculate your macros there's a lot of math involved and there's a lot of numbers and I'm not good at that part. So I have someone help me with the the calculations, uh, but essentially roughly, uh, roughly, roughly, roughly. Uh, I like to look at the, we have a in body scan at our gym. So I'm able to kind of see, you get to kind of see your body fat percentage mm-hmm. and which can totally vary um, and your weight and your muscle density and all of those things. And then I take that and I, they have a lot, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll send it to you guys, but there's a website where you can put those numbers in like your height and your age and what your goals are. And they'll kind of give you a breakdown of what your number should be. So your fats, your proteins and your carbohydrates. And I always tell people, look, I look at this as fun. Cause I, I love this stuff. I'm like, sometimes it doesn't work. You know, you're not getting the results you want and then you modify those numbers and you, it's a, it's a process. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not always that you knock it out of the ballpark. Um, but I think it's I think it's really interesting. So I'll, I'll give you guys a couple websites where you can plug those in, cool, uh, and just get a sense of what your numbers are. Because I don't do math. Once I graduated from high school, I broke up with math, and I don't do it anymore. I didn't even do it in high school. Um, no, look, I, I look at it. Yeah, it's cool to see that now because it's like um, you know the language we use and diets and stuff. And I I feel like macro macros put you more into an eating strategy. Um, that can evolve. And, you know, we just, uh, on this last episode we did, we were answering a bunch of listener questions and people were asking us about the Northman uh, workout that Alexander Skarsgård did for the uh, movie. He got real ripped for it. So people were oh, like, cool. what did he do? Um, and so we <laughs> kind of, you know, know, yeah, yeah we, we looked up his trainer and his trainer, you know, of course the guy's just trying to make some money. And so he sells the workout that he did. And it's really like, it's really straightforward. And I, I commend the guy for not trying to, um, be too gimmicky. You know, it's just really straightforward exercise and, and nutrition, but he was, he's a big macro guy. And so he was saying like, instead of, he, he did have him on a specific high number of calories while he's trying to bulk up and gain for it. Sure. But he said like the more important thing is the macros just because you can tight, you can adjust it around to what you're, what you're doing for exercise. Like what, how active you are, if you're not active, it can work for you. Then you just scale it, you know, that way. So it does, it does make the most sense. And I think it gets you engaged and thinking about what you're eating all the time in a way that can be healthy. Like you said, if you're not, if you don't have any kind of disordered eating or, or triggers. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, especially if you're somebody like, you, you know, it sounds like a lot of your listeners are, you're in the gym a lot and you, you know, look, it's fun to get stronger. It's fun to, to get the results you want. And it's, it's, you know, it's just a more specific way of doing it as opposed to just kind of being like, I think this, you know, to hit certain numbers and, and, um, it's just a great way to track results. And I think, I think it's just, I think it's so cool. It, I really do. It also awards yeah. you some flexibility with your meals too, because yes. it's like, yeah. it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is my big lunch. This is my dinner, whatever you can do. Like, like represent those nutrients, you know, differently at different times of the day. And, uh, you know, as long and it, it gives you like a snapshot approach to your, to your, you know, to your food, as opposed to being so dogmatic about it, you know, one specific yeah. style. And you can kind of plan for something too. So if you know, like, Hey, like Fridays, I like to have a pizza. You can account for that. And either I always tell people, I don't like to call it a cheat meal. I call it a treat meal because I think cheat kind of has this negative uh, 
what's the word? Connotation. Connotation Connotation to it? Words, people. Um, I say confrontation for a confrontation to it. I love that. Um, So having a treatment, I think, is really great. And you can build that in as opposed to feel like it feels more controlled in some way, I think, in a cool way where you're like, okay, cool. And I always tell people this. Let's say you do eat something that is a treat meal. I'm doing air quotes. Um, you you have the opportunity at the next meal to get back on track. I think a lot of people go, well, you know what? Screw it. On Monday, I'll start eating better. Forget it. The weekend is gone now. I'm like, no, no, no. You have, you have lunch was crazy. Okay, dinner, we can reel it in or breakfast the next day. You always have the opportunity the next meal to get back on track. Yeah, no, I can relate to that because it's always like month and you're like, fuck, it looks like May's out of it. May's done. <laughs> May's Let's, out, yeah. yeah. May's done. It's going to take me July. June to recover. Let's look at July. <laughs> well, no, yeah. hold on. August, my sister's birthday is in August. Look, we're looking yeah. at September. September yeah. is when of next is year. When it'll start. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, that was something also that the Northman guy, his the trainer guy talked about was having um, like 17 out of 20 meals being like clean, healthy, like on track. And that was fun for me to think of because uh, because of like you said of like, oh, the day shot. Well, now yeah. just who cares? Whatever happens, happens. And that was fun to be like, no, just, just consider that one meal. That was one of those crazy ones. And then we move on. You know, I just, I, that really stuck with me too. So that's, it's a a little more healthy way, a little more balanced way to look at just when you, when the wheels fall off. (laughs) Yeah. Because they will, you know? They will. You can't, yeah, absolutely. Alex, you mentioned uh, that you get up early for a class and go to the gym and stuff. So what kind of exercise are you doing these days? This is a great, this is a great topic. Um, So my whole life, I've done everything. I used to do spin and bar class and um, like HIIT training and, and all the things. And so now this is like, this started during the pandemic. I started doing really heavy weightlifting. So technically go, I go to a gym that's like a CrossFit gym, but I'm not doing I don't know anything about CrossFit and I don't think I'm doing any of those abrupt. I'm not doing it for time. It's just slow weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I absolutely love it so much. So like, uh, like Olympic lifts, like deadlift squat, you know, yes. that kind of clean, yes. are you doing cleans and yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. What am I doing? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Powerlifting. I, listen, I want to, yeah, okay. I want to come try it. I, I like, Please. I, I, I do like stuff like uh, like I do stuff like that, but I think like going to a gym that like specializes in it would be really interesting. Because I really think I'm cool. doing it kind of like I like it, like with cleans and stuff. Like I'm like I, I've seen people do it, and they've and I think I'm doing it, but I don't think I'm really doing it. You know, whatever you're doing, you look damn good. So oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, whatever you. you're doing, it it works. <laughs> Wait, I saw you like, I saw on your Instagram that you were like deadlifting 215 pounds. I did. And you did it three times. I did. That's amazing. And I just did two times 205. And so now I'm like, okay, game on. I got to get as strong as you because I think you are shorter than me. I'm 4'11". But I yep, think I have is. ant strength. Have you ever seen like little ants and you're like, how are they doing it? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I think that's yeah. what it is. I'm little and very mighty and I have a lot of anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I have the anger. I'm, I I got the Irish side. So I just got to get oh, fired yeah, up. We're the I same. think yeah. I got to yeah. get fired up before I do my next deadlifts. But it is fun to have a goal where I'm like, okay, I could do two. Have you ever heard of uh, Irish Alzheimer's where they forget everything <laughs> except their grudges? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Honestly, that could really be me at the end of my life. <laughs> ants, like ants, if they were our size, could pick up like a train and stuff. They're for, oh, yeah. they're for their body weight. Just so you know, Aaron. <laughs> That's, um, I, that needs to be written down. I have to write that down. <laughs> what Stanger said today. <laughs> uh, I love the powerlifting stuff. How long you been? So you said that started during the pandemic. Um, so just like yeah. two years you've been doing it? Yeah, I guess it has. Yeah. Who knows time? Yeah. I know, I know. It's so, uh, and then what's your favorite lifts to do? Do you like doing, do you like the deadlifts? You like doing the cleans? Uh, oh, like anything leg is like my time to shine. Like I love leg stuff. Uh, back like squats. squats. I really like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, front squats I love because I feel like my core is engaged when I do that. And I'm, I lo- I'm all, I'm all about abs. I'm really trying. And, uh, yeah, I think it's so much fun. Now, do you do, uh, like, do you have cardiovascular training that you're doing with this or? 
they incorporate it on certain days. So I feel like Wednesday and Saturdays we do things with rowers or we'll do things with like burpee pull-ups. We will do things like that or like the skier machine. We do a lot of that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You guys should come. What's a burpee (laughs) pull-up? Really? No. No. Is that where you do a burpee and then you jump up and do a pull-up? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's fun. I'd come and, and like, you know, cheer you guys on for sure. I feel like this would be your thing. I feel like you'd be great. Listen, I would attempt. I'll always try. I will try. But I can't do do an unassisted pull-up yet. I could probably kip it up, I guess, if I really... If I really had my, if I really had a good night's sleep with Gordon yelling at me as I fall asleep, <laughs> yes, <laughs> my dream. Um, no, I would, I would really love to to come try it with you. I think that'd be so fun. Oh, I'm 100 percent messaging you. We're going. It's going to be great. So, Alex, where do you see things um, moving in the future? What, uh, where do you, where's the research going? Where is the the technology going? Um, Fecal transplants. <laughs> Have you heard of that, Aaron? No. <laughs> That's where if you put like different people's shit in your um in your like microbiome or whatever to get their gut flora. Have you heard of that, <laughs> Alex? <laughs> I haven't. Um, I'm going to definitely Google that as soon as we're done with this. Oh my God. Uh, that's wild. Didn't get a lot Stinger, of traction. How have you heard of this? Are you on I some <laughs> freaky newsletter list? Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I think I, I, you know, cause like I'll look up like stuff for autoimmune diseases and that was something they think that might be like related to your micro microbiome. And so like, if you, you know, if you introduce like somebody that has healthy, I, it doesn't, I don't think it ever really works. Like they try to do that and it doesn't, you kind of got to grow your own bacteria, I think, you know, whole, whole thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've so also anything been, like that, that you, that you see coming down the pike. I've also been, see, coming down, I've been literally. seeing like hydrogen therapy where people inhale. That's becoming a thing. Yeah. yeah. Have you tried that? No, I don't know a lot about it Me yet, either. but yeah. somebody just sent it to me today and I was like, this is, I guess this is happening. I mean, right now what's really trending right now, like you mentioned, is the microbiome and gut health. So many people are suffering from IBS and, and some kind of like leaky gut and all of these stomach issues. I think a lot of it sadly has to do with our food and the environment and all the toxins and crap we're exposed to. But yeah, because now I'm seeing like probiotic face wash and probiotic, like, you know, everything. Um, yeah. so wow. that's really big right wash. now. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It's everywhere. Everything's probiotics. And it's like, that's become really splashy. And, and I think you're right. I think there's a lot of stuff coming out with hydrogen and things like that. Um, but I, I do see, like you said as well, like a lot of focus on longevity and there's a lot of people talking about that. Like you have David Asprey, the guy who created Bulletproof, who's like, I'm going to live till I'm like 130. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... I guess there's always going to be the same, it's, you know, trends. And I think the one thing I always tell people is like, really take a minute and pay attention to how you feel after you incorporate everything and do one thing at a time, because a lot of it is trends. And then you're creating all these problems or you're not getting results and you're not feeling the way you want to feel, even though it's a healthy thing. And I think it's so important to constantly be like, okay, I'm adding this in. Did this work? How do I feel? One thing at a time. And I know it's not exciting, but it's really going to give you a sense of if you're getting value out of everything you're incorporating. That's cool. Do you, Alex, do you have a meditation practice that you do? (laughs) It's funny you say that. Um, I'm laughing because I swear to God, I was like a neurotic squirrel in a past life where I'm like constantly just running around my house, like putting things in containers and like doing stuff. So it's really hard for me to meditate. (laughs) I have so much energy. I have such a hard time sitting still. So for me, my version of meditation is, is like I leave my phone at home and I take my cute little dog Juan Carlos for a walk and I just quietly walk. Yeah. And that to me is my version of meditation since sitting is absolutely excruciating for me. No, I totally get that. Hey, did yeah. you guys know about the squirrels though? They don't find most of the stuff they hide. Isn't that, no. isn't that, <laughs> a, isn't that a bummer? Like I I mean, yeah. It's yeah like, no. They might find like, they, it's like, maybe they're just like, they know that they're hiding it for somebody else to find. Cause they're going to find know. somebody else's, you it's know, kind of a drag. I bet. I've, I guess it's a surprise when they do like, holy shit, this fucking peanuts <laughs> from like six years ago. Cool. Uh, Oh, and then, um, I wanted to ask you, do you have, um, some resources that you use or that you trust for, yeah. I don't know, like the supplements that you're looking at or, or if you're curious about something, 
I don't know if you have any resources that you're using because it can be it can be yeah. dicey out there to uh, it's really dicey out there. And I think that's part of the problem is you find a lot of people who really genuinely do want to make healthier choices and companies know that and they market to them and so a lot of their stuff like I get asked by so many brands to work with me. I'm like, no, <laughs> like I can't like I feel horrible, but there's a lot of crap out there. So one company that I really love that I think is great about providing education is Seed. Um, they make probiotics and their Instagram is actually fantastic. They have so much great information about how to support your gut health and your microbiome. And it's, oh, they, cool. they make a great product, but they also give a lot of fantastic information. Um, Dr. Axe, he has a brand called Ancient Nutrition, but he also has a YouTube channel and he is fantastic about giving really great information. Uh, what, um, what's his, or how do you spell, is it Dr. Axe? Oh, Axe, like A- uh, A-X-E. She was asking about doctor. How do you spell that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always get uh, that one confused. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's trying to too. sneak some spelling in on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm just going to write it down. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah good. All right. Uh, um, we but those two are great. And if you like to read um, stuff, like if you if you're a sciencey person, um, PubMed is really great. Uh, they do all they post all of the, their studies. It's like they put all the studies online, so you can really read through them. It's not an exciting read, but maybe to someone out there who likes like uh, studies, you can read those. So no, that's cool. great, and we'll have to come maybe do your fucking class with you. I guess do please, the hard class, you. yeah, and then yeah. we can talk about yeah. it. Um, you can let us know what else you got to come back for sure. And I love that. so you mentioned all these great resources. You also are a great resource. Where can people find the information that you're put, putting out, Alex? Well, you can go to eatcute.com or, uh, if you follow me on Instagram at eatcute, I'm always trying to make every post give some value to somebody in some way. I really try. I mean, the stuff that you do with your dog, Juan Carlos. God bless you. Thank you. He's a big part of my life. I mean, it's a, to be able to do funny bits and also provide information is, is hard to do and you're doing it. Keep it up. God bless you. Thank you. That is the dream. So eat cute. Um, Eat cute, great name. That's the name of her Instagram. Yes. And just like, just on a quick scroll, we've got like gluten free Reese's Pieces cookie recipe. We've got what I eat in a day. Um, we've got uh, why you should drink lemon water. So like all kinds, full is this, information. Is this fun to listen to someone read. It's like someone listen, like reading your tweets to you. <laughs> like, I love it. Like, I actually really I'm like someone likes someone sees my shit. Like for God's sake, there's sometimes I'm like, oh God. Well, that's I want to try those little. The little eggplant pizzas when you were like, those are good. You hold this in your hand and and say, this will taste like bread. This will be bread. This is bread. Like I was like, that's exactly because you're not sugarcoating it. It's like not bread, but it's funny it's and it's not real. Bread. It's not. That's thank you. Thank you for understanding who I am. Oh, I really God, that really got me. I was like, hold it in your hand and look at it and say, this is bread. This is my this bread. Is bread. No. This, you know, like the. The cauliflower pizza, like that kind of, people aren't talking about that anymore, but I had some that wasn't horrible. You just have to like know that it's not going to be um, pizza. Yeah, you know, you it's, hold it's, it in your hands yeah. and you say, this is bread now. Yeah. This, this is, is my bread. bread. <laughs> yeah. It really helps if you say it out loud. Yeah, it really, it's to. not as good in your head. Yeah. yeah. What is, what is the new cauliflower now? What's, what's got, who's got their, their publicist working overtime? Cauliflower well, see, had like, it for a while. It had it. Cassava flour is really big right Cassava, now. Cassava, yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. That's really big. Yeah, and and I'm seeing it explode more. Like it's crazy. You'll go to like Walmart, and you're like, oh, they have cauliflower bread, uh, like flour mix now. You're like, oh, okay, we're doing this. Or sweet potatoes. I see people cooking a lot. What, with, what like, is 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 there any difference between cassava and like another root vegetable or not really? Uh, that's an interesting question. I mean, cassava, I guess it just holds together better when it comes to cooking and things like that in terms of like making the, Go, the dough. Gotcha. So you together. could use it like as a dough proxy better than you could like just any kind of potato, but, but it's yeah. technically not a grain. No, it's not a grain. Yeah. Um, if you guys like stuff with cassava flour, uh, Siete is a really cool brand. I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with yeah. them, but they're, oh, yeah. yeah, they're great. They're a small family company and. They're they're awesome. They do a lot of great cassava flour. Aaron, you ever try any siete? Yeah. Oh, they cool. got chips, right? They do chips and they got tortillas. Chips. They've, 
and cookies and dips and uh, all sorts of things. And it's cool. Like there, it's a small family. It started as a small family business because one of the people in the family had um, inflammation and, and had a, uh, I'm trying to think what it's called. I totally blanked out, but they were not feeling great. And so Mexican culture and, and corn is really big part of like their family life. And so they created this product, which I think is so cool. So, yeah, I love that. All right. We love it. So yeah, maybe, and then maybe, um, next time you come on, we can try some stuff too. We can try some. Ooh, yes. I love that. That would be fun. Yeah. Some good. And maybe we could have, if people want to send questions, um, questions, maybe if you want to come back and then we can answer some specific, like, Oh yeah. You we know, could do, healthy. we could do like a post that you're coming back and then get some yeah. questions for you. And then you can, I would love that. Yeah. That's just, this is my favorite thing to talk about. I love it. Great. Well, well thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Alex, uh, Catalano. Is that how you say it? Catalano. Catalano. Right. Wave, and then you wave your hand. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole like thing. Like Chris Pratt doing uh, Mario's voice, right? hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Are the Italians happy about that, Alexandra? <laughs> My name or? Uh, no, Chris Pratt. No, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt. Getting to voice Mario for the Nintendo oh, game. Oh, I don't even, I don't, I, my parents don't even know who that is. Like they, could you ask them, explain who ask he is to them, explain Mario okay. and Nintendo to them and then ask them if they're okay with it and what the kind of temperature is on the state or the country, Italy and how they feel about it. I'll, uh, I'll let them know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then back. hit us back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so for Alex, check out E-Cute um, on all the socials and uh, her website. And then for us, we're at the dumbbells. If they got an email, Aaron, where should they go? Ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Uh, so on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the dumbbells and our wonderful guest today, Alex Catalano. We'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>